only wise God. Yep, the only wise King. You are the only wise God. To the only wise King. Howdy everyone, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, all of the above. <laughs> Alright, welcome to Devoted with Bernice. So I just wanted to hop on and encourage somebody. Um, it's always such a war when you're about to step into a new season or a new door. You know, it's the Jewish New Year. For many people and for some people you are still in wars for some people you are celebrating like i said um the lord led me to talk about september being a month of breakthrough whenever there's a breakthrough there's like a strike on the ground there's like a, a war that happens right and so i want to encourage you to continue to pray to continue to read your word and just Stay in faith and know that God has everything figured out. There is nothing that is too difficult for God to do. I want you to repeat that. There is nothing that is too difficult for the Lord to do. And I have been seeing all these um, prophets crossing over to be apostles. And I love it. I don't know if you saw um, Apostle... Um, 
Lestrange. I don't really listen to him much, but he had his P3 conference summit um, this week, and he literally ordained his uh, sons and daughters into the apostolic, and it was amazing. It was beautiful to watch it all unfold. And some of them have, you know, followed their ministries as prophets for a while. And to finally see them cross over. And you know what made me think? That God, what God desires for you is what you should desire. Many of them could have, you know, gotten the prophetic office and then immediately step into the apostolic. But some of them, it took three years, four years before they became apostles. You know, we are in a season where people want to rush into the offices. But you got to remember that the offices come with warfare. Before you get to the office, you have to war. Okay, especially if you come from a background that is not good, you have to be the curse breaker. And it's not easy. So I want to encourage somebody. You know, don't rush into it. Just take your time. Take God's time. Okay? God, God's time is the best. Um, I'm watching these men, and um, one of it was a woman, who basically became apostles. It wasn't something that was overnight. They, I've followed their ministry for almost three years they were prophets for almost a long time before they stepped into the apostolic and this is the pivotal rhema appointed time for them to step into it one thing for me is it's important to never rush into something i don't ever want to be ahead of god i want to be in sync with god and so if you're somebody who is called to the apostolic, prophetic, evangelical, uh, pastoral teaching, I want you to really be in tune with God. Don't rush into it. Don't delay it either. Just be in step with Him, you know? I went through prophetic school. I've been, I've been a prophet since I was a little girl. It's not something that's new to me, you know? But to be commissioned and ordained to be it took some time. The first week, the first uh, year that I went to prophetic school, I could have been ordained. But I knew it wasn't time. It wasn't time for me to do that. And then, then the second year, um, I think three years, you know, and God was like, yep, it's time. And I got ordained. Don't rush your ordination. Don't let people rush you. Don't let situations rush you. It's important to be ordained at the right time by the right people. Okay? It's important. Some people, you know, you're called to gain information from them to be taught. And then there's a specific person that's supposed to ordain you. There are specific people that are supposed to ordain you into certain things. Okay? My first apostle was the one that ordained me into the teaching ministry. And then I got ordained into the prophetic office. Okay? I already know everything 
well, not everything, but majority of the things that God has called me to do, I have already had prophets, apostles, literally lay it out right in my face. Tell me all of it. So I know I'm going to get there, but I'm not going to rush ahead of God to get there. I'm going to be in sync. And as these prophets became apostles, I just felt this, this um, weeping, like joy, you know, the joy of the Lord, the, the, the spirit of joy, but through like tears. I just felt this excitement in the spirit. It was just this excitement that just came over me. I was just so excited for them. Some of them I don't even know, but I was excited because I've, some of them I've seen their journey. Okay, I've seen their journey and they are at a place where they are supposed to be apostles. And it's beautiful. So I want to encourage somebody. Yours might not be apostolic at the five for ministry. Yours might be a business. Yours might be some education. Yours might be marriage. You don't want to rush ahead of God. Sometimes he'll tell you to pause. Sometimes he'll tell you to go forth. You gotta be in step with God. It's important to be in step with Adonai, to be in step with Elohim, to be in step with Emmanuel, because he is God with you. Okay? He's God with you. So, that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. Uh, today, God was telling me to, to pray for Alabama. Alabama concerning shootings, concerning drowning. Okay? Um, so, pray about that as well. Because there's a lot of things happening in the world. As you know, right? Many of you are aware. And we are we are to be gatekeepers and watchmen, intercessors, right? I want to encourage the person uh, who's angry. Instead of being angry, you know, the Bible says be angry, but do not sin, right? Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Um, instead of being angry, just pray this simple prayer. And I kid you not. You will feel such a peace come over you. You just pray, Lord, replace my anger with discernment. Lord, replace my anger with discernment. And I kid you not, you will feel a peace come over you. Okay? I want to remind you also, wherever you are being attacked, if it's your marriage, your ministry, your life, your health, your finances, your your children, um, your purity, your holiness, your job. That is the place that God is trying to open a door or bless you immensely. So you got to fight. You got to fight. I want to encourage the person that finds themselves as something being wooed and um, seduced by Delilah. Remember that Delilah cannot seduce you if you don't go to Gaza. Okay, if you don't, if you, if you don't walk into the trap, you will not, you will not have to deal with fake love. Sometimes what you gotta leave is not necessarily your Delilah, but it's the place that Delilah resides. Okay. 
It's like trying to, you know, say, oh, you want to stop drinking, but you keep going to the club. You can't go to the club or the bar and, and, and try to say you don't want to get tempted. No, you got to leave the whole place. Abort, abort the club, abort the bar. That is where Delilah is. So wherever your Delilah is, remember the Bible says that we are to flee from youthful lust. Anything that is trying to tempt you or draw you to, to lust, to, to, to fall into perversion, to, to fall into impurity. Remember, your body is a living sacrifice for the Lord, for the Holy Spirit. And so whatever is not of God, you got to You got to run. You got to run. And that brings me to gossip. Okay. Some of you, you're Christians. God hates gossip. Okay. The Bible says in um, Psalms 19, 14, let's, you know, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Your your tongue is a ready writer, is 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 the pen of a ready writer. You can't write people's failures and people's judgment with your tongue and gossip. That's not right. I I posted many years ago that people are like puzzles. You have to allow God to give you the missing pieces. Instead of other people telling you the missing pieces. Because God is the ultimate one that knows every single person. Okay? And also, I want to encourage somebody. Anyone who treats you like your past isn't supposed to be in your current life. Anybody that reminds you of your past should not be in your future or in your current life. I remember Catherine Kuhlman, uh, they were talking about how she um, dated a, a married man and people were very upset that she was preaching knowing that she once was an adulterous woman. And somebody came up to her and said, aren't you the one that, you know, slept with the married man and all of that? And Catherine Kuhlman told the person, she doesn't remember that person anymore because that person is dead. That person is not who she is anymore. She doesn't know who that person is. And that's the type of people you want around you. Because even God himself does not remember your mistakes when you confess your, your sins to him and repent. Even with the adulterous woman, what did he say? What did he say to, 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 to uh, the adulterous woman? Where are your accusers, right? John 8, 10 to 11, right? People stone nowadays. People still stone. They stone with your tongue, with your mouth. They gossip and they talk about you and judge you. We are to righteously judge, right? We are to righteously judge. But righteous judgment should bring somebody closer to Jesus, not further away or make them feel worse than they are. John 8, 10 to 11 says that, you know, 
Jesus asked the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? And she said, no, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. This, wasn't a, this was not a demon. This was a deliberate sin. Okay? This was something that she could have controlled if she wanted to. But God, Jesus in his own understanding and wisdom and, and compassion said, you know what? Everybody here has stones. And he was the one who, who could have thrown the stone at her. But he didn't. He forgave her. And he told her to go and sin no more. I believe that we, we see so many people um, who are condemned by so many people. And when you, the people around you are throwing stones at you, it could it could be very slight. You know, you could you could be late to an event. And here they come with five years ago you were late to this thing and now you're late. Ah, uh, that was like five years ago. So whenever somebody is continuously bringing or putting in your face your issues or talking to other people about what you have come out of, those are not your people. When they treat you like your past, that's not your people. Because actions produces influence. The more people treat you like your past, the more you're influenced to behave like your past. Right? Because even with people who are addicts, after they finish, you know, AA meetings and go through the rehab, they tell them don't go around familiar places. Places where you used to go when you were an addict, don't go around there anymore because, because that atmosphere can influence you. The, the actions that you partook in could influence. Even though you might not be there to partake in it, just being around there will cause an appetite. And that is what I think God is trying to do, is separate certain people from certain people as you cross over into this new year because your appetite needs to change. Your appetite needs to be different. People, people who remind you of fast food appetite do not need to be in your life. You want somebody who reminds you of home-cooked meal, okay? Somebody who reminds you of good meal. And those people actually are outdated. They are outdated. You have moved on. But their soul and their mind haven't. They still think of you as the old you. And you need to separate from that. Because it could influence you. It could influence you. And it's not good. So my last thing is that don't let people who add so little to your life subtract so much from you. Because... When you keep those type of people around, you will be double-minded. You will not have peace. Live to please God. And then make sure you take care of your, your, your you take care, care of your soul. And you really take care of your life. 
and your happiness and your peace. Okay? So I'm going to end with this. Just like the Lord parted the sea for Moses and the Israelites, he will also assist you in your time of need. Okay? Don't be afraid. I am here to help you, says the Lord in Isaiah 5, Isaiah 41, 13. God is with you. One last thing I want to say is this. You know, every company has its demons. You got to be careful where you work, where you get your money. Because sometimes, even with churches and ministries, sometimes you are exchanging your soul for money. Sometimes you are exchanging your your purity for money, okay? One thing that the Lord was talking to me this week was about Amazon. I remember, you know, when I first started to publish my books, I wanted to open an Amazon account to, to sell my books on there. But I, I just, I always felt like I shouldn't. I, I just felt this hesitation in the realm of the spirit. And I never understood why. Never understood why. So I remember I got some items and it was delivered by Amazon. And as I was praying, God drew my attention to the Amazon box. And he told me to remove it from my home. And I'm like, okay. Then he started to minister to me and he said, there is, you know, every company has a spirit. And Amazon's spirit is a, a, a Python spirit, Jezebel spirit, Sodomy and Gomorrah spirit. This is a place where people go to work and they literally exchange their soul for these type of spirit. Like these spirit take their purity, take their, their, their innocence, take, I hear the word innocence, take their, their, their um, sexual character sexual orientation and it's through the help of jezebel and the python spirit okay and god is not pleased with this company at all and what i was discerning was that amazon is going to shut down god was referencing to me romans 1 18 to 32 and genesis 11 1 to 9 God is going to, you know, this company is going to shut down, Amazon company. And a new company is going to rise up. Okay? So don't be surprised when you see Amazon shut down. I want us to pray for Australia. Just be led by the Holy Spirit. Okay? Be led by the Holy Spirit and pray for Germany as well. Germany. Germany, Australia. Germany and Australia. And of course, all of these hurricanes, let's pray against it. Let's pray and cover the regions and the cities. Pray for your country. Pray for your city. And a couple, six days ago, I saw a vision of underneath a bridge. And as I saw it, I got a word of knowledge that there is either a dead body there or someone is going to be killed there. So let's continue to pray. And I pray for God to send angels to um, literally 
cover that place and and uh, put a stop to that assignment of the enemy. What else? What else? What else, Lord? What else do you want me to tell the people? I just hopped on here because I've not been on here in a while. Um, I am going to go back to preaching about Jonah. And also, I have not forgotten Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Yep, we're going to go back and preach about Joseph. Um, but I want to encourage the prophet. Sometimes as a prophet, you are called to remove unrighteous people out of a place so that the right leaders, the right people can take over. Don't hold back. Pray and obey God's instructions. Your voice is needed for the shift. Many times God will send me to warn people before he sends judgment. Majority of the time, the things he wants me to warn them about, I don't want to say it. But he tells me. And eventually... I release it, okay? I release it. Because if I don't warn, they will know what to do. They will know, they won't have a chance to, to literally change their ways before judgment comes. God cannot send judgment until he warns. Because he's merciful, right? He wants to uh, give mercy. He wants to give you a second chance before he releases judgment right so um let's pray and let's watch and pray so father i just thank you for this moment i just pray right now for breakthrough for those that are listening that everything that is halted in the realm of the spirit will be released Ooh, i thought that yeah, release your angels, God. There's a wealth transfer, a wealth uh, abundance that God wants to release upon his, his children. And so, um, yeah, God is releasing those. God is releasing those, and I command every door, I command it to fall on that person. I command it to fall on you. It's gonna come. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Release it, God. Ah. Release your angels that will see to it that it is released upon them. In the name of Jesus. I want to give a testimony to the Lord. All right, it's released upon that person that well, that wealth transfer has been released upon you and it's coming. You're going to see it in your bank account. God, I literally prayed for somebody to be delivered from a certain spirit or to be removed from from a place. 
that they are at. And the Lord did it. The Lord removed them from that place. Because sometimes certain demons and certain people can open a door in the atmosphere of a region of a place for other demons to dwell. So finally, they left. And I pray that they will get healing and deliverance. So prayer works, guys. I've been praying about this for since January. And it's September that it happened. Actually, it was August that it happened, but I was so happy. So happy to see that happen. Finally. So don't stop praying. Pray always. Pray always. Alright guys. Love you all so much. Have a blessed week.
when you come in this room, you can change whatever you want to change. You can heal whatever you want to heal. You can deliver whatever you want to deliver. I give it up to you. I surrender it to you because you're father. And there's nobody like you who's like my father. You are our daddy and we love you and we love you and we love you. You can take the sickness, you can take the suicide. We want you to live in our hearts. We want you to live in our hearts. You can take the abuse, you can take the rape, you can take the molestation. We want you to live in our hearts. We So our boyfriends, our girlfriends, our husbands, our wives will be when our father dwell in the room. Will you dwell in the room? Ooh. Our father is in this room. Yeah. 
There's nothing like talking to someone that wants to hear you. The Bible says, seek him while he may be found. Father, we seek you tonight. Ooh. 